This is The Drive with A.D. and Rav on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Thursday. Nick. What's up? Oh, I got. I forgot. I got to read my... I got to read my... Oh, oh you're slacking more I'm than so, ever. I'm so out of sorts here. We are proudly sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln, so apply today at sandhills.com. Jobs, And I also wanted to say thank you to my California contingent out there listening to the show today and watching. Pretty cool when we're out on the West Coast. I feel like Jim Rome, but just not in California. Not in California. Yeah, well. A little bit of uh, basketball news. Basketball news. The the number one transfer in college basketball, Hunter Dickinson, uh, the former Michigan Wolverine, announces that he is going to attend... University of Kansas. Rock, Chuck, Jayhawk. So Hunter Dickinson chooses the uh, Hunter to the Jayhawk. Yep, he chooses the Jayhawks over Kentucky. Basically, those were the last two teams. And so um, I know John Calipari visited him like three times. Dang. During his transfer portal. That should have been plenty. Should have been plenty. All right. And guess what time it is now? It's Look at time. this. Ray says this. I don't even need a job, but I just applied at Sandhills because Raph was so convincing. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. That's, that's awesome. That's great, man. I love you. Okay, so now we need to get your good take, right? It's time. Is it time? It's time. All right, here we go. This one's just Raph. You don't get to hear AD or, or AD's yeah. voice, my voice. You don't get to hear this that. This is yet. just a whole bunch of greatness. It's time for Raph's good take. It's time for Raph's good take. It's time for Ralph's Good Take right now. One more time. It's time for Ralph's Good Take. It's time for Ralph's Good Take. It's time for Ralph's Good Take right now. I feel like two angels just got their wings. And it was funny at the end when you laugh. I thought that was really you laughing in real lifetime, but that was actually no, part it's of the all, song. I, I wish yeah. I could. I wish I could take that off. I don't know. I kind of like it. It kind of leads into laughing. Oh. <laughs> you be- I thought that was you today. I was like, oh, no, it never no, gets old. It no. never gets there'll old. There'll be a day. There'll be a day that I'm not here. The 22nd of May, May 22nd. May 22nd. I'm off. And uh, actually, I'm taking off the 17th or the 18th, 19th, Good. and 22nd. Good lord. Um. But there'll be a day that they play that, and you're like, wait I'll, a minute. I'll think about you. You guys will be, like, be thinking about me. The voice of an angel. Yep. All right, here we go. Today's Raph's Good Take goes out to Travis Turner. Not Travis Turner, the old Nebraska quarterback, okay. but this Travis Turner. He was recognized at the April 27th Black African American Empowerment Awards as the Educator of the Year honoring the late Alita M. Ferguson, a 40-year educator, 19 with LPS. Travis is a paraeducator at Park Middle School. He came in the fifth grade with his family, fleeing Hurricane Katrina, and he got a certificate that read, for your dedication to education and impact on scholars, colleagues, families, and the community through excellence in the education profession while carrying on the spirit of the late educator, 
Mrs. Alita M. Ferguson. So, Travis, congratulations. Keep on um, just doing what you're doing. Um, our youth of the nation, you know, they, they look up to you, and it seems like you're doing an amazing job of just being a great person. So, the spotlight, Raph's Good Take, Travis Turner. And uh, Raph's Good Take, still unsponsored. Still unsponsored. Still unsponsored. So, if you want to sponsor Raph's Good Take, get a hold of me or get a hold of Jake. Get a hold of ninety three point seven the ticket and say I want to sponsor Ralph's Good Take. Ralph's Heck, Good Take. Still if you sponsor. sponsor Ralph's Good Take and you want to come in and re-record the song with me, we can record it together. That right there, huge, huge. I don't know if anybody wants to sing with you, Ralph. Oh, you never know. Somebody might want to sponsor Ralph's Good Take, and I didn't say they might. Not, they won't want to sponsor it, but they wouldn't want to. You know, uh, somebody says Chase B says a music school should sponsor it. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I could get a hold of Deets. Get a hold of Tony Falcone down at the university, yeah. see if he wants to get the Nebraska marching band to maybe play for it. I'll sing while the band plays. How would that sound? I would want to start it off with like Hell Varsity. Dun, 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 and then just. Okay. Then just yeah. Go then it. just go crazy. All right. Okay. I'd okay. probably have to go more than two, three lines on that. I might have to make up some more words. But we, we, we can make up this song. Uh, AD flies a lot. We can maybe have him just write, write yeah. up a little jingo while he's flying. Uh, what, is, what, what does he do while he flies, I wonder? Oh, he's on his computer. Always? Yeah. He's always on his computer. That's true. He I never always... see him when he's not on his computer. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I talk see about, his eyes. Let's talk about a guy obsessed with technology. Oh, yeah. The guy never lays off a screen. He's always, always, always grinding. The guy grinds. No one grinds like AD grinds. All right. Let's go back to Mitch Sherman's article. Let's get back to this article here. I got I to gotta find it again. I believe we're on to the receivers. Yep, we're on. Or no, tight end. Tight end. Tight end. We have, he has Nate Borkacher Bork- as yeah. a starter, and the backups, Thomas Fedone and Eric Gilbert. Um, I'll say probably to start the year, it'll be like this. I will say that I think this offense is one where you're going to be a tight end heavy. So I don't think, just because he's the starter, I think you're going to see a lot of two, maybe even yeah. three tight end sets. So I think they're all going to play a ton. I agree with I you. I think it's just a matter of staying healthy. I, I agree with you. I mean, Thomas Fedoni started the spring game, but he was on the second play of the game. Nate, or, uh, yeah, Nate Borgature came into the game. So uh, taking you know that into consideration, just because Fedoni started the game, then the next very next play, yep. Borgature comes, and I think it's gonna, you're going to see a lot of multiple tight ends yep. out there. I think you're going to see a lot of tight ends. I think you're – and I think that that'll be really good for Nebraska because you're going to have more tight ends blocking on the perimeter, which that's always a good thing. And then one thing that I continue to say for probably the last six to ten years or ever, the tight end is always open. Yeah. So the more tight ends you have out there, you're going to have a lot of tight ends running free. I don't know what it is with college football, but I just feel like the – Defensive backs, linebackers just don't give much credit to tight ends running routes. So I think Nebraska can use that this year to be to be advantageous to them. So yeah. All right, wide receiver. He has Marcus Washington, seen Marcus Washington, and Billy Kemp the fourth at receiver starting. Once again, I I agree with him there. I think those will be the the top two. But I I also see. Um, I mean, I guess the big thing with Xavier Betts is, can he get back to the form that he once once was? If he's if he gets back to that, he's a threat because I felt like, what two years ago, he would have like a big play, 
decent cut, decent game. Then you wouldn't see him. And then you wouldn't see him for like two games. I, I'm not sure, so sure that that was Xavier Betts doing. Um, I, I think, I mean, I've said it before, what's really intriguing about this wide receiver room, I think they're going to need a freshman to step up. I, I really do. I think, I think they're going to need a true freshman to step up. Because I, I, I just knowing what we know from from previous years, when you have, I think one of those guys are not gonna not gonna pan out. Yeah, just naturally, just naturally, one of them's not gonna be be as successful as we maybe thought was gonna be. Whether that's Xavier, whether that's IGC, whether that's Josh Fleeks, I don't I don't know. I think you're gonna need a true freshman step I, up, which I also think this staff I know this staff invites freshmen playing on Saturdays. Yeah. And what I hope and what I hope for the true freshman, I hope that it's a decision that can be made at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Not one of those where they end up playing like six games and we have to burn a red shirt. Yeah. I would rather see them make that decision at the beginning of the year and give them that full entire year to to, to get acclimated instead of waiting to like game six or game seven, then pull the red shirt, then take some two or three games to get acclimated yep. to the game. And then at the end of the year, and then you're looking back and you're like, boy, we just wasted a year on him. So I hope that it comes early and they don't wait until the middle or end of the year to pull the red shirt. So yeah. I hope decisions are made. And then we forget Josh Fleeks too. I think he's going to be one of, the, one of those guys too that they're going to use, you know, not only receiving, but I see him, you know, running some, you know, reverses, some fly sweeps and something like that. So yeah. I like that. All right, last but not least, the offensive line. He has Teddy Prochaska, Nordine, or how do you – no, is it Nur, – Nuridin. Nur, Nuridin. Nuri. Nuri. Yeah, Nuri. That's what I, I just want to call him Nuri. Ben Scott, Turner Corcoran, and Bryce Benhart as the starters. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say Bryce Benhart looks – once again, it's the springs, or it's just after the springs. So that's all we can go off of. Uh, Spr- I mean, Bryce Benhart looks like he's in much better shape than he was in. Um, Teddy Prohaska got to get healthy, obviously. Nuri is a huge, huge guy to get back. I mean, that's just yeah. so valuable for Nebraska. Ben Scott, Nebraska got you know dodged a little bit of a bullet in spring practice. I think with Ben yep. Scott not being more severely injured with that knee. And then um, Turner Corcoran is that guy that, remember, according to the previous staff, could play all five positions. I just still think this offensive line started behind the eight ball when they came into college because they were forced to play so young. Yep. And and that's just where Nebraska was at, is at right now. And it takes time, I think, obviously, to build depth. And so these guys are just kind of the ones that you uh, – now they're more experienced. And we, I, I really hope yeah. – for everything we know about Donovan Riola, as much as fans want to say we know a lot about what he, how he can coach on the field, technically we don't. We don't have enough of a sample size yet. I think off the field, though, when you talk about a guy that's a hard worker, a guy that, that is is dedicated to his job, I think Donovan Riola gets a really bad reputation for no reason at all. Um, I understand that the offensive line was poor, but I think there were a lot of areas on the team last year that were poor. Um, And and offensive offensive line obviously gets a lot of the a lot of the blame. But you want to talk about a guy that was turning on the lights. In addition to Bill Bush, it it was Donovan Riola, and and I think 
I, I hate, I absolutely hate the narrative of like we kept him on staff just so he could no. lure Don, Dylan Raiola here. That's not even true. Like it's not even close to true. That's, I'm sure that's that's a factor. Well, you're after not after the fa- after you're not after they made the hire. But if you're Matt Rule, y- you are getting the best guy there. Yeah, you're not. T- you're not. You're not doing that. I mean, I know a lot of people think that, but at the end of the day, you want to get a guy that gels with your staff because, like you said, you. The Dylan Rayola thing, if he comes, great. If not, you know, that's you On know, the next guy. it's his prerogative. But you, you're not you're not going to lock into an offensive line coach and make, well, we didn't get Dylan, but the only reason we had him here was because Dylan was going to come here, but now he's not here. Now we got this guy that we don't want. So that's not true. Yeah. I know that, you know, he has him there. And the thing that I look for most with this offensive line, we've already talked a little bit with Ben Hart and his changing body. With this conditioning staff, I feel like they are going to make – the offensive line more explosive and more mobile. Yeah. I felt like the last couple of years, I, f- I don't know if they were going I'm more like, Hey, let's just pack a lot of weight on it. Just make big guys with a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I want to get back to where we got some offensive linemen with some mobility. I think not having those knee braces, I think that's going to be huge for Nebraska. Not only is it going to help the mobility, it's going to help the flexibility. Yeah. And I've, I've felt like the last man, I don't know. It's been a lot of years right? I look at our offensive line and I'm just like, there's just no, I mean, gosh, it's, I, I hate saying this, but athletically, just no gifted athletically linemen. If you look back on, on the past Nebraska linemen of yesteryear, one of the things that made them so great was they were so athletically gifted. Um, I still remembered, you know, coach Tenniper down in the North stadium yeah. and having his teams and They'd go through probably 10, 15, 20 minutes of just doing drills before they even got to lining up as an offensive line and running running plays. Mm-hmm. It was drills, drill work, drill work, drill work, drill work. And I hope that that's something, you know, this summer, I know they're not able to, you know, probably have the pads on this summer or anything like that, but you can always be working on your footwork. You can always have the ropes out. You can always have the bags out. So that's stuff that, you know, I hope they hit that hard this summer. And I hope that, you know, I and I just I just feel this conditioning staff, it's just it's a different level. I feel like they're going for more explosion, more I always say twitch. That's I feel like Nebraska has missed that twitch for a while where they just don't have that yeah. that football twitch. So hopefully they can get that back this summer and it'll be a positive for Nebraska football. Was that the last position group? That was it. Okay. I we we could do kick or two, but I think my kick, I think my kicker's coming in as an incoming freshman. I agree as well. So. I agree. All right. Well, we'll send it to break, and then we'll be back to wrap up the drive on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs>